mean, when it comes to life experience, I think yeah. there are two ways to describe it, mm-hmm. right? And both are so intricately, intricately interconnected. Yeah. Um, is that they're both heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time. Yeah. In in a good way and in in sad ways sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. And where is home truly? Like where. Um, you know, people always say, oh, home is where your heart lies. But yeah. when there's so many people who filled your heart, like, you mm-hmm. know, like, home is everywhere. Hi, my lovely fellow beings. Welcome to the Moments with Chrissy podcast. Here we will explore ideas and perspectives on lifestyle, culture, and relationships moment by moment. I'm very excited and lucky to have you by my side in this journey we call life. Welcome to this episode. Um, I'm really excited to bring in one of the people I've met way back in university. And so before you actually meet her, I do want to give a short intro. Um, Her name is Maithali. She goes by Milo. uh, And she's an Indo-Canadian filmmaker who graduated from York University with a film degree. Uh, She started working as a cinematographer with filmmaker Deepa Mehta on films like The Anatomy of Violence, previewed in TIFF, the Toronto International Film Festival, back in 2016, uh, and assisted in Deepa's Netflix film, Layla. Definitely check that out. And more recently, a film called Funny Boy. Milo herself also directed the Roshni Project, uh, a very important series of four short films based on the stories of South Asian women in the GTA, and more recently hosted a session or a series called One on One in her IGTV. All these information I'll be sharing in the details of this episode because you definitely have to check her out. Um, she currently has a few couple projects in the pipeline and so just something a little bit more personal and um, I did let her know that this was the twist that I wanted to share about my perspective of Milo. Uh, she is a beautiful soul I've, that I've, who I've met during a dance class I took part in university and somehow the universe kept allowing us to bump into each other. Uh, so this is basically the lunch that we never had because, well, no thanks to COVID. Um, I have witnessed Milo's glowing energy whenever we see or bump into each other. And here, uh, hopefully in this episode, we will get to know her better together. Where her joy, positivity, and glow has come from. We'll definitely find out more in this episode. So I wanted to welcome Milo. Hey, Milo. Hey, Chrissy. Oh my gosh, what an introduction. I'm so touched and I'm so thankful and honored to be here. I'm so honored to have you here too. Um, And I hope I uh, lived up to to that introduction because that's what I really uh, felt whenever we bump into each other in the most random circumstances. Oh, truly, truly. Every time we met, I, I thought the same thing, that the universe really wants us to be in each other's lives. And you are such a beautiful soul, and I so appreciate your presence in my life. Oh. <laughs> Hopefully we get that um, coffee chat once things are back to normal, which is probably going to take some time. Um, but I really appreciate your presence. Um, before we dive in deep 
into learning more about your story and just you as a you know as a human being i do want to break the eyes a little bit more um and so i'll be asking some like uh random questions uh i don't sure. yeah are you ready <laughs> sure uh, shoot go for it okay um so would you go for pancakes or waffles waffles oh yeah is it i i, I mean I, I love both i love both but yeah. i think there's just so much that um like you can do with waffles, you know, mm-hmm. like waffles with like Nutella on top and like some chopped like bananas and strawberries. You can tell that I've been uh, a frequent at like at Dimitri's. Yeah. Um, oh, that I was love my Dimitri's. go-to. Yeah. Um, I love my waffles, yeah. especially with the Belgian waffles. Yeah. Um, I think are amazing. I love pancakes. One of my friends makes amazing buttermilk pancakes. Oh. So I think those would be my, if, if it's like homemade and she's making them, yes, for sure. I'll pick those, but. Otherwise, I generally do pick waffles. Mm, And I'm sure, like, the texture also is, like, crisp and, like, soft inside. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm, like, I don't think, I don't remember when I had waffles. Um, When did I have waffles? Uh, I don't remember, but I'm definitely craving for it now. Uh (laughs) Oh, 100%. I think think the best waffle I've ever had was uh, on my layover once in Brussels. Oh. Um, and I just had like a limited period of time, so I remember um, just going to one of their like airport cafes and just say, "Okay, can I just get some coffee and like this waffle?" And I think that was the best decision ever. Oh. It was just like a plain waffle, like nothing on it, yeah, nothing, and it was like incredible. Oh my god! Okay, that's like I'm gonna add that in my bucket list. Go to Brussels airport <laughs> <laughs> as a layover and then order that. <laughs> yeah. Done. Done. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we'll bump into each other there too. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? The small. This, I mean, the small. I mean, the world is small. <laughs> okay, moving on. Um, so speaking of waffles, and this may not be the same answer, but what is your comfort food? Ramen. Two hundred percent. My comfort food is ramen. Oh. Like me, ramen anytime, any day, in any like form, like. Like, I'm like a noodle fiend. Like, you know, I love noodles. Any add-ons, or like? Oh my gosh, add-ons! <laughs> but see, I prefer like, um, like a spicy, like sour broth. Like, um, like though I do like my like street noodles, like Singaporean street noodles, or yeah. uh, the South Asian like Hakka noodles. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, if I'm going for ramen, like I love veggies. Yes. I love veggies on it. Um, I love my greens, like bok choy. Um, oh, yeah, bok choy is really Mushrooms. Good. Like, oh, like, give me anything. Yeah. Noodles, Top it all. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's so nice. Like, ramen, I think, would be best um, when you're actually in the restaurant because they serve it so fresh, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, with food, hopefully uh, things would go back to normal soon. Um, moving away from food, because I think um, that really is making us crave for something um, yeah. not ideal at that night. That we don't have access to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. So, let's move away from food for now. And, um, Good idea. What is your favorite holiday? Uh, my favorite holiday yeah i don't have one oh. i don't have one um i i think 
like for me like honestly i like celebrating anything uh-huh. like it doesn't have to be for my culture yeah. or um uh, i love knowing more about different cultures and mm-hmm. celebrating with people and uh learning more about what people do like i've i've always wanted to celebrate holidays in the most authentic way mm-hmm. and i hope i get to like celebrate each holiday with people of that culture so i can get to know how they do it yeah uh, but i think um any I holiday know, like i mean over here like i mean living in canada i think something like christmas is like a big deal mm-hmm. um or new year's eve or mm-hmm. thanksgiving yeah. but i think honestly for me like I've lived in three different countries so for me holidays have been very different no yes. matter where I've been oh that's true um, uh, growing up like Eid was a big deal because mm. I grew up in the Middle East yeah um, but when I've gone to where my parents live which is in India um, like things like Diwali or Navratri are a big deal and amongst many others mm-hmm. so I, I think there I think each each place has its all holidays and each one is special so I don't think I could pick one no, that's fair. I, I can t- definitely um, understand that because you enjoy holidays and then you enjoy celebrating any festivities. So w- w- I'll let you, um, I'll, I'll accept that answer. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, and lastly, uh, what is your spirit animal? Oh, this is a good one. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure my spirit animal is a wolf. Ooh, um, tell me more. Uh, I, I think it's because I both have the... I'm an ambivert. Uh, mm. So, like, I'm both extroverted and introverted. Yes. But it's, it's, I'm very, like... I, I can be very much a lone wolf, which truly the pandemic has shown me because I've spent uh, almost 10 months on my own. Like, because I, I live alone. So, yeah. like, I really didn't meet anyone or do anything so like I think that truly shows how much of a lone wolf I can be yeah but I I love um I love my like close friends and my family so I'm quite territorial and I'm like a pack when it comes to that yes um and I'm very like about loyalty and like like I think in short territorial I think is the word <laughs> um so I yeah. think I, like I'm very like that but also I have a like, huge huge draw and fascination with the moon so mm. um again i'm definitely uh, I, I love the moon like it gives me a lot of comfort i can definitely see why you picked wolf as your spirit animal um having that independence but also really enjoying being in a pack or being in a community that's really a great transition for my next question you've had such a colorful life and seems like your perspective has been shaped and colored by different experiences from all the places you've lived in, the people you've connected with. So I am very, very curious. If someone were to ask you, who is Milo and what's her story? What would that be? Probably see myself as an aspiring storyteller. Um, you know like whether it's through film or uh, through poetry or just in general like you know I think mm-hmm. that's how I see the world like I want to explore the world through my lens um, mm-hmm. while still absorbing all of it but yeah. still having like an own unique perspective on it um, mm-hmm. 
uh, I would, I would, I think, I think if I had to sum up my story, I would say yes. Like, I'm a dreamer. I'm a storyteller. Yeah. Um, sometimes, um, I, I think, I think it's my Instagram profile. I think that where I managed to sum it up pretty well after a lot of thought, which I think I said something on the lines of, um, sometimes I write stories. Sometimes I'm just dreaming. Yeah. Um, I, I think that pretty much sums up. Um, my story uh, cool. as as a person I think in yeah. many ways um, yeah. but also uh, I think I'm very much about gratitude for the world gratitude for my loved ones mm-hmm. and um, I, I'm very focused on the universe and you know like what's meant to be will be um, mm-hmm. as a philosophy so I think I think all of that kind of like are just pieces of me, like yeah. uh, a traveler. No, I, I'm a total nomad in that sense. Yeah. Like I've lived in three countries. I have a lot of places I call home. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of people I call home. So um, I, I think uh, I'm just another average person in the world who yeah. wants to experience it and um, yeah, just enjoy like life, like experience life. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. I think you've touched on a couple of um, perspectives in there um, that I could relate to with your explanation of being a, a wolf as a, you know, having wolf as your spirit animal. Um, and when you mentioned about um, being a dreamer, right, and also um, appreciating and being grateful for the people around you, or in short, really um, loving being part of that tribe or that pack, um, and in your words, territorial. <laughs> um, I think I would really want to learn more about um, with those experiences. Um, would you say that there is a key highlight that um, really probably not just doesn't have to be just one, maybe some key highlights of your life that solidified your um, identity? See, I think identity is something that is so... Um, it means something different to every single person. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's... For me, I think it's something that's always in flux, right? right? Um, yeah. In different ways. I mean, you have your roots, which are... Um, your where your family's from yeah. like what they're like and yeah. um like the your history you yeah. know um and then you have everything that you're you've learned like your learned experiences mm-hmm. which also kind of fit into that kind of fresco that is identity yeah. um but identity i think is something that constantly changes um, yeah. I, I think my identity i think also changes depending on who who looks at it right mm-hmm. like and who who's experiencing it with me yes. um to, to my family I, I i may be one thing but to a friend i may be something else yeah. um so i think identity is a, is a very i don't know like i don't know how to describe it but like i, I think for me and myself like there's so many highlights i mean living in three countries there's so many people who i've yeah. met there's so many uh, things I've seen in life and mm-hmm. so many different cultures I've been a part of that have definitely impacted mm-hmm. my identity or um, 
I've lived more, like over half my life on my own. Like yeah. I left home mm-hmm. when I was a teenager, went to boarding school, then moved here to Canada when I was 17. So mm-hmm. um, over half my life I've been away from family. And yeah. I think that's been a huge part of my identity. Mm-hmm. Um, like the different th- things I've experienced, whether it's music or sports or films and mm-hmm. the people that I've met on this journey also have been a huge part of who I am. Yeah, I think each each segment of my life has taught me a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I, th- I think definitely. I mean, if I have to talk about highlights, I, I can't discount every single person that I've met. Like, of I'm not course. even talking about just friends and family, but I would say every single person I've interacted with in yes. the past twenty seven years of my life. So, yeah, whether it's a positive or a negative. Uh, outcome. I mm-hmm. think each one of them has had a huge impact on who I am today. Mm-hmm. Um, they would all be part of my highlight reel. That's yeah, it, so. I'm sure because including you, including you. Me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, like each and every one of you. Like I'm, I'm super, super appreciative and uh, grateful mm-hmm. for um, what life has given me so far. Yeah, I think that's a really good point that you you brought up, which is how every single interaction in your life has really influenced or shaped the way you saw yourself, the way you see the world and and your identity. So it's like super multidimensional. Um, and that's why I guess it's it's so beautiful. Like w- the way you described it really shows a lot about... Um, why your energy is like radiating all the time because it feels like you are consuming um your the the energy around you um and the presence of people and the surroundings around you almost every single time we meet like i could sense that you're so present um that you're even if you're in a rush to like go to work when we bumped into when i bumped into you that one time it just still feels like you're there like hey hey chrissy like so it's been a long time that I haven't seen you um you're still present you know and I think that's something that's amazing and so unique about you um and when you talked about and and this is something that I really want to learn more about is when you said about you know living in three different countries uh within the past 27 years of your life that's that's a lot of places right a lot of people and a lot of memories so uh, with that specific um, experience or with that specific segment or I guess a part of your life with those moves and those chapters what did you think was the most challenging part of of having live a life in three different places First, like I just want to say thank you for <laughs> your kind words. I like I'm so overwhelmed right now. Uh, um, but to answer your question, yeah. what's the most difficult part? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, I, I think no matter where I am, I always feel like I'm missing somebody. Uh, you know, I, I think yeah. that's. You don't really realize how big of an impact that makes on you until you think about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, like, my, I live here, my, here being Toronto in Canada. Yeah. Um, my parents live in India. Um, my, I have friends, like, my childhood friends are in, in Dubai. Yeah. Um, 
where I live in India, I went to boarding school in India, so I don't have that many friends where where my parents live. Yeah. Um, my family is all over the place. Um, both my parents are from two different cities and um, cultures in India, so yeah. my family is truly like varied in that sense, and everybody's all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I, I definitely feel... Like there, there's always a sense of nostalgia, right? There's yeah. always um, a sense of where is home truly? Like where, um, you know, people always say, "Oh, home is where your heart lies." But yeah. when there's so many people who filled your heart, like, you mm-hmm. know, like home is everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I think that's one thing, definitely. Like I think it's really hard. It's really hard to constantly feel like you you're leaving somebody behind yeah. or not even behind because that, that would feel like you're letting them go but yeah. no like just leaving somebody and it's, it's not like they're being replaced you know like yeah. no friend no family member can be replaced you just there are more and more and more people that just get added to that one tiny heart <laughs> yeah know, and, which makes your heart really like full and I'm happy thinking, um, yeah but yeah, like you always feel there's so many people who you you miss, you know, mm-hmm. and you wish that you could have everybody in like one place, but that would be greedy, you know. Yeah. And um, I think that just teaches us a lot about life, and in the end, like the people that we love, like we mm-hmm. we, we learn so much about ourselves and the people around us because of distance and because yeah. of the constant movement back and forth yeah and when it seems like uh i would call it i guess for me it seems like um i would refer to you as a global citizen um i've with having to live um your life and have a story sort of built because whenever you move i think you you start a new story or start a new book of your life and within that book it's like several chapters as well right so i'm curious um with whenever you moved um from that one place to the second to the third do you think um you've changed a lot uh when you when you moved or do you think you're solidifying or understanding yourself much better Um, I, I think it's it's still it's still the same me, right? Like mm-hmm. at the core, I'm still the same person. Yes. But we evolve. Yeah. Right? Constantly, like yeah. every single day, every single moment, we evolve. That's who we are. That's what growth means. That's what learning is all about. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I see my my life in so far like three chapters, right? Yes. Um, so I associate childhood with the Middle East, with Dubai. Mm-hmm. Um, 100% that that's what framed me as a child like that all my memories all my yeah. um, stories of growing up are associated with Dubai yeah um, I think India for me is where I'm from where, where my family's from so yes. where my roots are um, where a lot of stories of my identity from a more familial perspective come yeah. from and also that's where I began my journey as uh, of independence in that sense because yeah. I left home yeah. um, and it, it was totally different um, 
ball game. You know, it was totally like like an out of the box thing that I wasn't expecting.、Mm-hmm. But I would say that Toronto made me who I am today. You know, like so I think the three totally like isolated segments of my life, like three different chapters,、yeah. um, and um, yeah, I don't know if that answers the question. Yeah, I, I think it does.、Uh, I, I think that's that's how I see it.、Mm-hmm. And so when you said about、um, so your childhood and then、um, India being influencing your perspective on、um, f- uh, your familial perspective, and because that's where your family is from, and then you said Toronto, Toronto's made you.、Uh, Much more of the person that you are right now,、um, so I wanted to. I wanted to、uh, dive deep on each of those, I guess,、uh, parts of your life.、Um, when you mentioned about Dubai being your childhood,、uh, what did that? Well, what did that feel like、uh, being in Dubai? What What was your childhood like? Uh, I would say my childhood was, I mean, a very disciplined.、Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because I think I I don't think I've had more of a routine than when I was in Dubai.、Oh, um, okay. And it, it used to be、uh, something my my friends used to like really、uh, constantly constantly point out or、yeah. <laughs> like talk about because they used to say that if they looked at A calendar and said, "Okay, this is the day of the week, and this is the time."、Mm-hmm. They would know exactly where I would be, like you know, like、oh. just that that the, my my life was routine to that like to that degree.、Mm-hmm. Um, and I th- so I think childhood, like I mean, there's so much uh, uh, that I learned from being in Dubai. Like,、mm-hmm. it's, um, but it's a totally different world. It's like living in this like dream bubble.、Mm-hmm. You don't. You don't really see much outside it because it's、yeah. just that's the way it is, you know.、Yeah. Um, and it's a beautiful place, and I like, like I miss it.、Mm-hmm. Um, for a long time, like I was like, okay, that's home. Like I miss it. I would go back, but then、yeah. there is no going back, really, you know, because like you change and who you are、um, just keeps growing, and、mm-hmm. what you need keeps growing, right?、Yeah. Um, and so I. Like I would definitely go back to visit because it's one of my favorite places, but I, I I don't know if I could live there in the same way again. Yeah, because、oh, that right. Like I'm so it, it's been so long. Yeah, that was like childhood. Like I left there. Yeah.、Um, when I was what like after eighth grade. Yeah. So like I think it's a long time ago. Um. I yeah. So I, I think. Yeah, like childhood. I say I would say that's it. Like routine. Like a lot of things.、Uh, I immersed myself in a lot of things、mm-hmm. uh, growing up,、um, and I really have to be grateful to my parents for that.、Mm-hmm. Um, whether it was sports or music or dance,、yeah. or、um, like I joined the Pirates Guides and Guides program.、Um, like, I, like I just wanted to do all kinds of things. Yeah.、Um, And yeah, like I was lucky enough to get to do that.、Mm-hmm. Uh, again, my friends, even there, were, were a huge part of my life.、Yeah. Um, I lived in the same building from when I was young till 
uh, I left. So mm-hmm. like it was kind of like that was my home, that building, yeah. everybody in it. I I knew every single person. That's so cool. Um, who even worked in that building? You know, wow. like they'd seen me growing up. They'd seen my friends grow up. Like so, we were kind of. It was like a family living in that building. It sounds so fun. Like. It probably sounds like your own community once you enter that building. It's like, hey, hi, how are you? How's this person or how's your mom and all that? That, that sounds very Oh, they knew funny. everything. Yeah. They knew everything. Like, they would ask me about how I did in my exams. Yeah. Like, they would know if I was not well. Yeah. Um, I would know if, they're, like, they're up to something mm-hmm. or if their kids had, like, a, like had, like, reached college or mm-hmm. whatever. Like, you know, like, we... We shared these kind of things. It was it was a very open. Uh, it was like a, fa- a family of families, you yeah. know. Like, yeah, and I I, I, that, I think that's how I describe it. Wow, that's really sounds really I don't know wholesome. Like <laughs> when you describe it, like it's beautiful. Um, did you think that that was something that you were able to witness in the other? places that you've lived or would you say that it's most prominent in Dubai when you were living there during your childhood I would definitely say it's a Dubai thing not yeah. because it's like because of the place that it is mm-hmm. no, but um, when, I, when I then moved to India after that like I was in boarding school so yes yeah. I would have boarding schools are totally different you mm-hmm. know um, life and like those are bonds that like like you're we lived with each other day and night, you, you know, like yeah. it's, it's a totally different like world. Um, so, but I think, so I don't think I have that kind of, um, that sense of, Oh, like when I used to be on break, you know, like holidays or stuff like that. Oh, I'm going home to be with family. Yeah. Like for me, I don't have that sense of like that kind of building atmosphere, like where I'm like, Oh, I know everybody in the building. I have friends yeah. to hang out with when I get home kind of yeah. thing. That's something definitely I didn't have as much in India, mm-hmm. but which I had in in Dubai. Like mm-hmm. you know, um, that sense sense of like friends um, who I grew up with. Like that's something that's an element that I did not have in India. I had my friends from school, so school was like my world. Yeah, um, I, you know, I used to I used to count the days till I got back to school so I could be with my friends and be with everybody again. Yeah. Uh, which is weird, considering a lot of people do the reverse. You know, they don't yeah. wait for school. Yeah. <laughs> they wait for, they count down to the holidays. Yeah. Um, but, and here in Toronto, like, again, like, university mm-hmm. was in that sense very similar to that kind of boarding school kind of, like, family, right? Yeah. Like, where you, you're with each other all the time. Like, um, you live in the same, like, residence building. And all of that is a different kind of family. Mm-hmm. But again, like, here, like, post-university it's not like I know so many people in my building or have that kind of community within like my residence in that sense like the way I used to when I grew up but I think each each country has brought like a whole different kind of community to me like Mm -hmm. a a whole different sense of it you know and a whole different like so community means a lot of different things to me and I think each country has taught me that okay I see. And so with, how about with Toronto, what would you, how do you think, would you define your community in Toronto or your sense of community? Um, 
well. Well, see, living at York University yeah. for four years um, in in a residence, I've met so many people, so many amazing people, <laughs> yeah. uh, talented people, uh, magical people. Like I'd like <laughs> to say uh, that I mean their family and, the, and their family from everywhere, and I have I don't like. In fact, like I even have like a WhatsApp group called United Nations, not because we're like some, yeah. um, you know, trying to like do anything political, or, yeah. you know, but uh, more in the sense because we're just so across so many different places, um, and uh, I, I think I think that's like I've met so many like like diverse. Um, beautiful people here like in Toronto and I think that's honestly what makes Toronto so unique mm-hmm. um, you could meet anybody I feel like every community is here like every community has a space here mm-hmm. uh, and I think that's something so beautiful about it um, you can always find somebody who like I don't think there's anybody exactly like anybody else but yeah. you can find so many people with shared experiences yeah. and I, I think that's beautiful like here in Toronto mm-hmm. um, and that, that sense of inclusivity of or the want for inclusivity you know like people who want to make a, a society in which other people feel like they can always belong yeah. I think that's a beautiful part of Toronto yeah and have you felt that so I know in York you mentioned that you were um, in residence and you were also um, I think you were rep too is that I think you is that yes I worked oh, for yeah, residence okay. life the, yeah I was like, gonna say the entire time I was there yeah, yeah. oh it was so fun um, uh, and so after after university um, did you find that similar I guess um, feeling uh, or sense of community in in your industry or even just outside of work like have you witnessed that anywhere else I mean I feel like the people who I were I was with in mm-hmm. university are yeah. a huge part of my life even today like, yeah they're, they're like it, it's weird because I haven't seen so many of them in so long thanks to the pandemic I know they're such a core part of my life yeah um I think post that again I've met so many incredible people in the industry or even from connected um like arts industries uh, who I think are incredible people and I felt the same thing there's so much inclusivity and diversity mm-hmm. um and like I'm just grateful to be part of it all mm-hmm. you know? How do you find it? Um, how do you stay connected with the people you've you've built those relationships with um, after university? Oh, um, I, well, they're all you know. I don't. I don't think the connection really had. It's it's not something that I've had to work on yes. or make yeah. happen. I think yeah. it's just natural. Mm-hmm. We're in each other's lives. Um, like they've all like I, like I said, I live on my own, so mm-hmm. I've I've kind of become like if I have to use a friend's reference, I would be like the Monica. Um, <laughs> only only because yes. like I'm like I'm generally hosting most of our um, like parties and events and things to like kind of celebrate. Yeah. So like that's a because I mean like I said before like the people in my life are 
the biggest part of my life mm-hmm. and um more than anything else they're, they're the most important to mm-hmm. me so any chance I get to kind of bring everybody together like I grab it with both hands and just yank you yeah. know like I, I want everybody here um I, I have even eat from my York friends or yeah. post York I have a lot of different friend groups and um so I, like and they're all equally important to me so I, I like I I always um like bringing everybody together because you know you never know who could um also get along with somebody else yeah know? and uh yeah. it's it, they're all my family so yeah uh, i think it's it, it would be unfortunate if i tried to create boundaries rather yes. than <laughs> um erase those boundaries yeah so, yeah oh that's that's really nice and it, something that you mentioned about um wanting to build more connections with like even the people that you're really connected with i think that's really amazing and um it broadens your um broadens the family that you already have built right um and when it comes to like having those connections and you said about um not having to maintain it and i think that's a very key of having those like strong relationships is it's you don't have to maintain it it's it's just there it's always been there that's why it's like you don't have to um there's like no black and white it's just a colorful um spectrum of of that relationship because it's always there it's always there's always something to talk about there's always something to get back to um so going back into your um the the flow it seems like you're from your childhood to where you are right now um has any or is there anything specific and those connections that you've built that has influenced um, your um, decision-making or your uh, idea of what you want to do in like your career is that has that has there has there been a bridge or is that something that's completely um, separate I mean you can like they're all interconnected parts of our lives right mm-hmm. like our personal professional it's all part of who we are and mm-hmm. how we express ourselves yeah um I, I would definitely say like before I get into that that it's what, what you said about relationships is so valid you know um like I don't I don't think relationships are measured by how often you speak to somebody mm-hmm. or how often you see them or um like how long it's been since like you connected or how hard you try to keep in touch I think what makes the biggest like fact my biggest factor in relationships or how I see them which I don't know if it's the right way or not Mm -hmm. um, yeah is just being there right like knowing that that person is there for you knowing that you you're there for that person Uh so knowing no matter how long like of a time passes or how far you are apart you know it's it's that presence is you'll always feel it like you know because they're in your Mm -hmm. heart like you're carrying them with you but i can my closest friend in the world um lives on the other side of the world and (laughs) like i haven't seen her i think in two years now Uh, yeah yeah, two years now i haven't seen her and the last time i saw her was just for like Mm -hmm. i think six to eight hours or something and 
I hardly get, she's in the same industry as I am. And like, she's, we're hardly um, in sync in terms of how to talk to each other because our schedules are just so like packed. Yeah. But we always know we can feel each other's presence at all points of time because you're just so intricately part of each other's lives that it doesn't matter, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you you know that at any point, like if if you need that person, that they're there for you, and vice versa. Like mm-hmm. I think that's what matters in relationships. Mm-hmm. But coming to the question that you asked, like, in, which is connected to what I just said, mm-hmm. people like that who are so intricately part of your life obviously have a huge role to play in your decision making. Yes, because they teach you so much about yourself. Yeah. Um, not because they're necessarily influencing you, but you just learn so much about how different people are. Yeah. Um, like, I, I would definitely say, like, my parents set up my value system. You know, I owe all, all of that to them, you know, yeah. who I am today. But my, every single person that I've interacted with, especially, like, like my close friend, yeah. who has always believed in me more than I've believed in myself, or my boss, who I've worked with for the past five years, mm-hmm. um, both my bosses actually, like who have so much faith in me and totally validate everything that I do in the in this industry. You know, they they're rock solid, like beside me, um, supporting everything that I do, which is a huge thing. You know, creatively speaking, yeah. to have that kind of to feel like okay, you're you're you belong. You know, each one of them, each section of my life there's so many people and these are not the only people they're just examples but have like given me that sense of belonging which is what I look to bring out in my work right I want I want people to be able to connect and relate and um feel something Mm -hmm. and I think that that like the stories that I tell like I I always say that Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not trying to change the world or I'm not trying to bring a specific message I just I I want people to feel like they can connect to something that they're whether it's like to be able to laugh because it's a funny scene or to cry because they remember something Mm -hmm. or heal um like with the Roshni project right like or to feel like their voices are heard I, I think that's that's what it is you know um to, to be able to find yourself within these stories or to be able to share them. Like, I, I think that's the greatest part of storytelling. Yeah. I think that's that sense of relationship, like, that you have with art. Like, you know, that's my relationship with mm-hmm. art is reality, you know? Like, no matter whether, what genre it is, um, and I get asked that question a lot, like, oh, like, what genre of film do you make? I don't make one kind of genre <laughs> film. Like I, I want to do everything. Yeah. Okay? Like I, <laughs> like I, I can't pick one. Like you know, not only am I indecisive, but I just can't pick one because I want to experience everything. Yeah. I want to work everywhere. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to put myself in a box and say I just want to do this. Yeah. Um, if I if I'd done that, like I wouldn't be where I am, and like I wouldn't have done everything that I've done so far, which is not that much, but I've been lucky enough to be able to do all of this. Mm-hmm. Um. I wouldn't have been able to do any of these things if I just put myself in a box, you know? Yeah. And um, so I think relationships are a huge part of that and part of my relationship with creativity mm-hmm. and what I want to bring out from it. Mm-hmm. When you mentioned about one thing, um, 
So I don't think you're indecisive at all with what you've uh, told me. I think you're a very open-minded and open-hearted person. That's why you can't that's why when people ask you what genre of film do you, you do you do or do you probably like you you're open to any and all because you're you're that person you're very open um and even with your relationships it, it can definitely show that you've built all these connections from all over the world and you've you energy wise you've you've stayed in touch with those energies um even if you haven't seen your friend uh your closest friend for two years um i can definitely relate to that uh I also have a friend who um, I haven't. The last time that I saw her was uh, 2016, and before that it was 2013. But I can definitely relate to what you said about um, it's so hard to like stay in touch um, over a call because of the time zone. But because the connection is so solid and the foundation is so good that when you just connect for for that one time it feels like um you're all like the connection just keeps going it, it never um felt like something was missing so i think that's like so so beautiful um that you've you've mentioned that um when it comes to the film um i really want to dive into more about the roshni project uh that you've you've mentioned uh there uh what what was the motivation or what inspired you to launch that project so it's it's not actually my motivation uh-huh. um that created the Roshni project uh-huh. um, this amazing person that i know her name's uh, dr gershon birdie she's a um and i'm going to probably totally butcher this but like she's a <laughs> psychologist that um, she used to work with Cam H and now has started a private practice. I see. And um, she is, she started this project called the Roshan Project, yeah. and it worked in different phases. So the first phase was focus groups. So she brought together people. Um, like I said, these are the stories were South Asian women from mm-hmm. GTA, and it was all about mental health. And yeah. so she brought together these women, and they had discussions and different segments to what they were doing and then I was brought in in phase two to kind of take those stories and bring them onto screen yeah um wow. which um has been I think one of the greatest honors that I've ever had yeah. uh, to be able to do that you know mm-hmm. to be able to um be that person that all of them shared their stories with and yeah. to be able to translate that into something visual um and so that's how I became part of Roshni Project so I think to answer your question, like it's not my goal or my motivation, mm-hmm. but hers. You know, it was her dream. It was yeah. her vision, yeah. and um, I'm just honored that I could be a part of that, to yeah. be a part of that journey, and still on on that journey with her. Mm-hmm. And to change, I don't know. Like um, she's doing so many amazing things. So I definitely feel like people should check her work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's one of the individuals that has majorly like, changed my life and inspired me. So, yeah, um, yeah, I'm super thankful. Yeah how did how did that experience um, feel like hearing those stories and sort of being the bridge or the vessel for um, 
for that dream to come true for someone else you know it's that's amazing like I, I'm I'm trying to imagine how I would feel if I were um in that place like it must be so I don't know it, it sounds so rich and like full and like just like heartwarming uh, and probably also like I don't know what kind of stories and I am definitely going to check it out now that you've um, shared that a little bit more I'm, I'm super interested in what those stories are like and how those um, have evolved uh, within the series itself I would say that I mean, when it comes to life experience, I think yeah. there are two ways to describe it, mm-hmm. right? And both are so intricately, intricately interconnected. Yeah. Um, is that they're both heartwarming and heartbreaking at the same time, yeah. in in a good way and in in sad ways sometimes, mm-hmm. you know. And um, I think that's what I would say about the Rashing Project. I learned so much from these this incredible group of women. Mm-hmm. Um, and so much from Gershon that it's quite overwhelming yeah. to be that person that they trusted yeah. with their like their stories, their lives, mm-hmm. their 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 emotions. You know, like I'm I'm just overwhelmed in so many ways. Yeah, like, I'm uh, sure. it, it makes me <laughs> quite emotional thinking about it because it's such an emotional journey for all of us. Yeah. We all took it together. Um, mm-hmm. Some of the people in our group are people I'm very, very, very close to even today. And um, I'm lucky to have all the energies like in my life, you know. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's definitely, there's a vibe that you have, like, you know, when you find your tribe. And yeah. that some of these women are definitely part of my tribe, my soul tribe, as I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I can definitely sense that, and I can sense the heaviness, but also like the this like your soul being so um, filled with that specific project that you worked on, and I'm sure there's there's more to it than that. Um, and so I wanted to, um, I wanted to go into like your um, your you mentioned about um, enjoying, because we talked about your the wolf being your spirit animal, and we talked about. Um, I can definitely attest to it right now because um, the stories that you've mentioned really showed uh, your ability to evolve so much, and also really appreciating that community and that interconnectedness in your life, but also with the people around you, and bring them together too. And I think that's like such a great great um feeling to have and the fact that you are also you know executing that in in your life and presenting it and and doing your part and bringing those bring the people together not just in in your childhood um probably also in your career and also in your life and university and like all aspects of your life um that seems very present um, so for yourself, you know, like within you, um, like as Milo, what, what are things that bring you joy? Like 
simple things or like big things that can be anything? What what are your current joys? I think it's always the little things that get to me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they, they really get to me in like yeah. a really like surprising way. You know, I, I wish mm-hmm. that was me just trying to sound poetic, but no, like the I... randomest things bring me to tears <laughs> or mm-hmm. uh, make me start laughing for hours together. Yeah, um, and I find it unbelievable every time it happens. But hey, like that's life, right? Yes, uh, you learn <laughs> new things about yourself all yeah. the time. Um, greatest joys I would say like I mean apart from like I said the people yeah I would say my work uh I love my work I love what I do mm. um like even simple things is looking at the moon or looking at the sky or just yeah. the fresh air and just just a feeling of being alive you know at mm-hmm. every single moment yeah. there's so much there's so much good energy and there's so much I don't know, like, wonder and magic in the world. Yeah. Like, I I think that's what gives me joy, like, you know, knowing that that's out there. That's worth waking up every morning for, you know, like, just to experience that and to experience life. Yeah. Um, No matter how hard it gets. Mm -hmm. And it's been so hard for so many people during this time. I mean, we've been through a very, and we're still going through it, a very Mm -hmm. challenging time. Yeah. and I think it's forcing all of us to see ourselves and each other and the world in a different light. And yeah. I think I think it's always the little things that you come back to, right? The mm-hmm. back to the basics, the little things that get you through, the little things that make you smile, or um, like like you know the moments when you something that you watch on like Netflix or something that like makes you cry because you remember something from yeah. your childhood or yes uh an inexplicable connection that you make to some Mm -hmm. some character yeah or in some book that you read or or just like putting a bunch of like paint on a a canvas and just creating something or Mm -hmm. putting down a bunch like writing down a bunch of words and it turning into like an unexpected poem yeah i think i think there's just so much joy in everything and just in trying out how to like you know bake or cook a new dish or um in achieving a new fitness goal Mm -hmm. you know like I I think I think those are the the key joys you know um for me healing is a huge part of um, my current journey and yes I think every time I feel like zen I feel a lot of joy Mm -hmm. and I'm grateful for that yeah oh i'm like also overwhelmed with joy hearing that um, <laughs> because i i oh that makes my yeah, heart happy like yeah. sharing like this energy and I, i've always felt that energy from you an energy of joy mm-hmm. like if i could describe you i would say joy so no <laughs> you you bring me joy Chrissy. oh you bring me joy too <laughs> I hope we can like combine this joy and like spread it, you know, because because <laughs> um, let's do it through yeah. this podcast. We're spreading joy to everybody. Everybody, <laughs> get joy, joy, more here and yeah. there. <laughs> Good vibes to you, 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 and you. Yes, everywhere. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 such a great feeling to like talk about all these things, like the small things that you've mentioned, are sometimes things that we you know 
take advantage of and like not notice right but um, pointing it out makes it much more real and like makes us much more human which feels great because we're like um, we don't put ourselves a lot of pressure because we know that there's all these small things that really make up who we are and not just this one part right not just let's say our job right it's, it's like all these things that we do in the day or after work or like during work even like the small things that happen um and so i'm so glad that you um expressed that in your own words because it's really beautiful so uh thank you <laughs> <laughs> well I'm glad like I said right stories mm-hmm. are all about connecting and relating so yeah I'm, I'm happy that you were able to connect to something I said yes um and so I always want to wrap up my episodes with my guest speakers with this question um so Milo what is your love message to yourself my love message to myself yeah Wow, that's a, that, that's a tough one. <laughs> be, a, be as sweet as you can be. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I would just or say... <laughs> I'd say don't give up. Mm-hmm. You know, just um, keep going. Don't give up on hope. And yeah. what's meant to be will be. Mm. The, the universe has magical ways of bringing to us what we need in our lives and the universe is a magical place so don't give up Mm. I think that that would be my that's always been my message to myself and I think that keeps continuing like Mm -hmm. no matter what yeah awesome thank you so much for sharing it to us as well um Super appreciate it. Super appreciate you. Super appreciate your presence. Um, I wanted to keep repeating that because Likewise. I want. Yeah. <laughs> Likewise. Likewise, like, I appreciate you as well. Aww. Hope to see. And I appreciate you. each and every person listening. Yeah. To me. <laughs> <laughs> Spread it out. Spread the good news. <laughs> Thank you, Milo. Um, I'm sure I'll definitely bring you back again. Um, but I really hope that we get to meet. Um, as soon as this is over I think there's lots to talk about <laughs> of course of course and uh, like I look forward to it and like I said I'm very thankful and honored to have been able to be a part of this mm-hmm. and I'm so incredibly like moved by everything that you've said and also blown away by all the <laughs> things you're doing uh, you're, you're a rock star and uh, keep doing what you're doing like, you know and to everybody listening to this like you all of you are incredible and good vibes to each and every one of you yay amen thank you (laughs) and that's about it i i really enjoyed that conversation lots of good vibes as you have probably felt i hope that you learned as much as i did in that episode and you were able to sense milo's ability to stay present and really share that energy of optimism and kindness and soul you know two of my biggest key takeaways from this conversation was really understanding the importance of appreciating all aspects of my life and i hope that you feel that way too that every interaction every circumstance whether we define it 
or label it as good or bad is a part of who we are. And the second key takeaway was that we are evolving beings and anything can happen at any time. And so um, accepting change and living day by day is really key. So check out Maithili at M-A-I-T-H-I-L-I Venkat and check out her IGTV series. It's beautiful. I've watched um, one and a half sessions already and it's really eye-opening. And luckily, actually, Milo is releasing a new season of the one-on-one series very soon. So make sure you check out her IG. As I've mentioned, M-A-I-T-H-I-L-I-V-E-N-K-A-T. So Maithili Venkat. What you'll be expecting is that it is a series of conversations with people from various walks of life. Neither an interview nor scripted, each episode will be a casual open platform to talk about life and answer questions that can lift us up on the ladder of development as people. Truly, truly a beautiful space to learn more from each other. Uh, So definitely check it out. That's a wrap, everybody. I really enjoyed the stories that was shared because those are the moments that really do matter. And so I leave you with this. You know, thank you for being part of her journey. And I wish you all the best in your journey. Don't forget to check out Milo's new season of One on One. And feel free to always reach out to me at momentswithchrissy at gmail.com and thank you again have a wonderful rest of your day and i'll catch you real soon